Hello and welcome to an abbreviated edition of Camel Call Live with Campbell Head Football Coach Mike Mincher. I'm Chris Haymeyer. This Monday and every Monday at the county seat in downtown Lillington, we have our live recording of this podcast, Camel Call Live, from 6.30 to 7.30 uh, this week. 6.30 to 7, me and Coach Mentor will talk about what happened this past weekend, and then we'll have our volleyball team who is headed to the CAA tournament next week. Uh, Greg Gorl will be in the house. But with basketball, the doubleheader starting this past Monday, we are recording this on a Wednesday in Coach Mentor's office. And, and Coach, of one of the many great things of your office you have had for the last couple years now in the round table here a chess set. Tell me why it is here and how often do you get to play chess? Well, um, I'm the grandmaster, so I don't play as much um, with everybody in the in here. So I, I let it be known so I can teach everybody else how to play. I really feel like chess is a, is a game that, that really helps the mind, right? Um, process, think, recall. And this is really what we're doing in football, right? So it's it's so similar, and um, and so I try to get as many players as I can um, interested in playing chess. And so now um, I got a chess club, um, and they come in my office and they play, and they play each other, and they you know they compete and have fun, and and um, it, it gives me an opportunity too to see. Um, which one of my guys are at that level of um, being able to be patient? Yeah, being able to think. How do you how do you play the game? Right? Do you attack right away? Do you have a system uh, opening? Do you know theory? All these things that we talk about with chess. What type of chess player? And most of my guys are aggressive, and they off you know they um, offensive mind, and they are on attack. And then they get checkmated and wonder why. And so um, this is um, the fun things we do, Chris, in my office is have my guys and coaches um, come in here and play chess. Do they know when they're coming in and playing chess that it's more than just a game and you're watching them? No, they don't. <laughs> they don't understand that um, I'm watching that and, and they watching um, their opponent trying to win a chess um, match that they got, man. And so, um, But it's just interesting just to see – um, how people process information and, and use that information to try to win a game. And, and that's what chess is. You got to be a guy that, that can think, um, you know, seven to ten moves ahead. You know, it's not like checkers. You're just kind of reacting. Um, in chess, man, you're responding. And, and that's what we're trying to teach in our program. Yeah, and it certainly has caught on. Every time I come in here to do an interview, I'm usually uh, asking a couple of your players if they can press pause on the uh, on the chess game and go from there. So, um, speaking of a uh, chess game, boy, last week, uh, big opponent taking on North Carolina for the first time ever. Before we get into what happened during the game, I'm wondering if you saw what I saw, the fact that, boy, people were excited about this game. Biggest crowd we've ever had for, for, for a road game. There were, there were close to 2,000 in Orange there. And it's interesting talking to other Campbell alums and people in the athletic department. They said, I mean, there are some people that showed up on my Facebook feed and on my X feed and on Instagram with posting pictures in Campbell gear from Chapel Hill that I didn't even know remembered we had an athletic department and I think we're going to see that when we hit NC State in a couple of years and Duke and and Wake Forest and that did you see the same thing about how 
this game was so big for so many people. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're from this area, North Carolina is the blue blood, right? They're the, they the main university. Even though you got these other ones that you just named, but, you know, North Carolina is named after the state. So everybody knows um, about about that university. So it, it's, a, it's a big opportunity, I believe, uh, for us to be able to play a game like that. You know, it's a lot of people didn't even know who Campbell was, um, even though they live in North Carolina. So now all of a sudden they know who Campbell is, right? And, and um, you know, after that first quarter, they like, oh, well, who is this team? Man? Why are they – it's 7-7. It's the end of the first quarter, right? And so, um, you know, it's some, it's, it's some times in there that, um, you know, you, you performed at a high level. And, you know, what I try to get my guys to understand is that um, when you make a mistake against a team like that, um, they're gonna expose you. <laughs> they're gonna expose you fast, not not slow. This is this is gonna happen really quick. And so, I, I just think the PR from the game, um, you know, the marketing piece from the game, um, and the visibility from the game, really really helped us out. And um, as a university, I believe, and then also as a football um, team, it was it was really good to really see a power five. That's really like my first power five team I've seen that I think is a top 10 power five team. So now I got a chance to get eyes on that and what that looked like and, and what that um, looks like when you're competing against it. And, and um, man, I was, I was impressed with what they do and how they do it. And, and um, you know, coach Brown was a good dude. And, and um, man, you know, I look forward to uh, many more of those. And what you guys did was, as you mentioned, you you hung with them. It was nine and a half minutes to go in the first half at 7-7. Seven to seven. They score a touchdown. You come right back, get into the red zone, have a penalty that, that pushes you out. You talk about mistakes, and then you miss a field goal. I truly believe you make that field goal, you score a touchdown. They don't go on the two-touchdown barrage before they score three touchdowns in their next three possessions, and then the game kind of goes – uh, the way those games go in the second half. I mean, I, I I truly believe, and I know, and I've been telling people, hey, halfway through that second quarter, you guys still in the game. No, we're definitely in the game. Um, I think it was like six minutes, four minutes or something like left to go in the um, second quarter, and it's like boom, 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 boom. It was 28-7, yeah. right, um, just blinking. and But that's what happens when you make mistakes. And so our mistakes started to compound, and then now you start pressing – and then now you make more mistakes, and then it starts to look ugly um, at that. And it was about four minutes, five minutes of bad football right there, I felt like, f from my football team. But the thing that I told them, Chris, that I really wanted to um, judge and, and, and look at was effort and attitude. I do not want you to get on this football field at any moment and don't give 100% effort. I want you playing with all the effort in the world, uh, for 60 minutes. I don't care what the score look like, right? Give me effort, and your attitude better be right. You better not be looking like, you know, you just got whooped, um, a whooping by your parents, and you're kind of moping around, and you're just kind of looking, you know, like the deer in the head. Like, no, I don't want that look. I, I want the attitude to be right. Um, and they gave me that for 60 minutes, man. They played hard. They played with great effort. The game, even when the game was, you know, Getting out of whack, these guys still had the right attitude. 
They wasn't, um, you know, turning on each other on the sideline. They were encouraging one another. They were saying those words, effort and attitude, God, that's all we got. And um, that, to me, showed a lot about, um, you know, messaging, how you get the message to these guys, and then have them perform that message, right? And um, and I thought it was really, really good um, for them guys to um, hang in there and, and, and play like that. So, so I started comparing, you know, when you go play – like CAA teams playing Power Five teams, so the team we playing play Penn State, right? I look their score, and I'm like, okay, oh, it's about <laughs> the same. All right, okay. So, um, you know, because you you can look, you can look at that and and, and kind of lose your perspective. Fifty nine to seven, you're like, oh, that's ugly, man. What you know? So you gotta you gotta gain some perspective. Yeah. So you look at other people who did it and. And you see that they got beat sixty three to seven. So I'm like, okay, um, wasn't as bad as I thought. <laughs> yeah, a perfect segue. The score you're talking about is your next opponent, Delaware, uh, in the top fifteen in the nation in FCS. Lost that game to Penn State. Penn State, another top fifteen team in the nation. Delaware, for those that don't know, is the state school mm-hmm. in Delaware quote-unquote, a small state, but their athletic department is probably funded better than anybody else in the CAA. They have great facilities. They have a lot of student that goes there. You might not know about Blue Hen Athletics, but they are probably all around the premier athletic department in the CAA right now, and they've got a heck of a football team that was undefeated in this conference until getting beat to, as we know, a very good Elon team. So now there is a 5 or six-way tie for first place, they are coming down here playing to stay in first and playing to stay alive for a share of the title. No, absolutely, man. This is big um, for them. They got to win it. If they don't win it, um, they pretty much, um, you know, got to hope for a lot of things to happen to go their way to um, win the conference championship. So we're going to get their best shot. And, um, and you know, which – you know, that's what you want in November. And it means a lot to us um, because, you know, we, we want to have um, the best record um, that a first-time CAA team had this year. So this means a lot to us. And, and who knows, you know, what, what happens, man. Uh, we want to we finish with a winning record in the CAA. And um, nobody picked that to happen. And so our number one goal is to um, come in and, and, and just play – Solid football, man. Nothing special, just solid. I just want you to do your job, and that's that's been the messaging all week long to my guys. Don't don't do anything else but your job, and I want you to do it every time. Not not sometimes, not like sixty percent of the time, not seven out of ten. No, every time, and um, that's been the messaging, and and um, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing um, my coaches prepare these guys to do their job on Saturday, and and then I'm looking forward to seeing the guys do their job on Saturday. You and I aren't just spinning this because that's what we're what we're paid to do, but you all three and three yeah. in the CAA, nobody predicted you to have three wins. So moving forward, you have already beat expectations no matter what happens these last two games. But in these two games, you have a chance to – have a winning record in the CAA, move up to the top half, even the top third of the conference. 
uh, ranked Delaware team is coming in here. You've been very close to a lot of ranked teams. You haven't beat one that. That would be a first. And and this is an opportunity to really, with two wins, you wouldn't have to argue it. It would be the best season in Campbell football history. That's a lot to play for. No, it is. It's it's everything to play for. It's everything to coach for. Um, and, and um, you know, everybody in this building um, feels that. We, we, we love that. We welcome the challenge. We're looking forward to the challenge. And, um, no, this is not a spin. It's reality. It's truth, right? So, um, you know, you five and three in the CAA, um, that's, that's, that's a pretty good deal, you know. And, and um, who knows what, what um, three losses in the CAA gives you. But, yeah. um, you know, we, we, we get a heck of a Delaware team coming in. Um, they they gonna be focused. They gonna be ready. They gonna fly, fly here. I'm assuming and um, and be ready to rock and roll. And and um, I told my guys it's a heavyweight championship fight. You know, Chris, when we was coming up, it was 15 rounds. Um, you know, today I don't know. They might go eight to seven <laughs> rounds. <now. laughs> you know, they 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 don't go as as long yeah, as them yeah. uh, heavyweight championship fight. Yeah, it changed a little bit. But it's going to be that type of fight. Yeah. And and because of that, that means that sometimes they're going to get you, sometimes you're going to get them, but it's the championship rounds is where the fight is determined and who's going to win that fight. And when we get to them championship rounds and in football, you're talking about the fourth quarter. When you get there, you got to be able to, um, you know, pick up your game, pick up your focus, pick up your intensity. And um, and then will yourself to get the win. That's where we at, man. That's that's the that's the type of game we in. And um, you know we played Monmouth. Um, it was that type of game. We we was able to come out on top. Um, and and but you know Monmouth wasn't ranked. Every ranked team we didn't play. Elon, Richmond, um, and um, William and Mary came on the wrong side. So now, have we learned from that? That's what I want to see, Chris. I want everybody to see. Have we learned from that? And have we grew from that um, to be able to get this win? Yeah. And it's a very tough Delaware team, again, ranked in the top 15, was ranked in the top five uh, before the loss last week to Elon. What makes them special offensively, defensively? Head coach do a great job because I think he's the offense coordinator. He does a great job of um, really putting stress on the defense. You know, he he gets he gets his playmakers the ball. He got you know, number twenty one at running back. He's a playmaker. Um, he try to get him in space um, as much as possible. Does a great job with his quarterback. He don't put him in a lot of stressful situations. Um, he got some guys on the outside, number five, who can who can uh, get it done. Um, and so. Our secondary got to play great, mm-hmm. um, and um, or well, it's going to be a long day. So secondary got to play great. We got to stop the run. Um, so I think their offense is really built to score points, and uh, I believe their head coach was a ex quarterback, and and so he kind of understands how to attack defenses, and they do a great job with that. Defensively, they 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 are a defense that um, really take care of opportunities. You know, they, they love to put you in bad situations, make you make a mistake, and then they capitalize on it. 
So, um, you know, that that's what makes them good football team. They can score points, then they put you in bad situations, and they steal possessions so they can get the ball back to that um, offense they have. That's what we got to stop. We got we got to stop that. We got to be able to, to make these guys drive the field, no explosive plays, uh, make them snap the ball over and over again defensively, and then we got to win the red zone on the defense. Um, we got to you know we're giving up too many touchdowns in the red zone, and, and I think that's a thing that we got to get better at. And then offensively. We got to keep our rhythm, <laughs> keep our rhythm. Don't get out of rhythm. And um, because when we're in rhythm, everybody sees how potent this offense can be. And um, and we got to keep that defense on their toes, not not the other way around. Because when it, when their defense is keeping offenses on their toes, they're pretty good at it. Um, so we we got to we got to keep the upper hand and um, stay two steps ahead of these guys as far as our offense against them. So. It's a great challenge, man. It really is. And they well coached, um, and, and they're not going to make a lot of mistakes. Um, so we're going to have to make them make mistakes. Speaking of offense and, and rhythm, real quick, one last thing about the UNC game. I thought that over-the-shoulder throw to the back of the end zone, Haj Malik Williams to Cheney Fitzgerald, was probably the best throw that I've ever seen Haj Malik Williams throw, and I've seen him throw a lot of good throws. <laughs> it was, you know, that that's some of the moments we have with six, man. We just we just kind of shake our heads at, at times because he do some things, man, you're like, oh, dang, that topped the last one I thought was the best I yeah. ever seen, right? Yeah. And and um, man, he was he was right on the money and great catch. It was that, a great catch. What you, I mean, that's yeah. tough. And 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 Cheney caught that ball like it was routine. And um, man, just just great execution on that play. These are the type of things that kind of you know get you shaking your head and scratching your head. Like man, okay, if we could do that, we got to you know how can we keep on doing that? Yeah. Because that's really. What great teams is all about, man, is that they continue to do the ordinary things extraordinary, and and that's where we at, man. And um, just they did some things in that game. Um, you know, speaking of our offensive line, man, I think Carolina came in the game thinking, oh, we'll we'll just you know kind of single up everybody and just kind of um, you know play regular defense, and and we started moving that ball down the field. And it wasn't just because of passing. It was because our big old offensive line was beating up their defensive line. Yeah. And they was like, hold up. We're going to have to do something different. Yeah. So we made them go to something different. Um, and because of that, man, we've had 10 NFL teams come back into the building this week um, to talk to all our really? offensive line. Really? 10 yeah, teams 10 have come in? Already. And wow. it is crazy. Because, but but I saw it when I turned on the film. I'm like, oh, yeah, they coming to see that. Because I mean, we was beating them up, yeah, man. I it, agree. It was it was crazy. So, um, yeah, it it's it just uh, when you get your moments, be ready for it. And um, them guys was at least O line wise was ready for it. Finally, uh, senior day, your your last home game. I know sometimes the headlines outside of this building university is the fact that, wow, you guys do such a great job of, of getting transfers. You guys do such a great job of, of, of recruiting. All these things are true, but 
A majority of these guys, again, that are going to be honored at Senior Day are guys that have been here four, five, and six years in this transfer portal era where, rightfully so, they should be able to have the choice to go wherever they go. They can go to many different places. You have that kind of talent. The two guys in the NFL right now for you, you recruited out of high school. They had Senior Day right here out on that field. That says something about this program, doesn't it? No, it does. Um, Chris, any time that you are giving people what they need and what they want, they're going to stay, you know. And, um, you know, we, we, we don't have money that we're giving them. So so what are you giving them to make these kids stay? And what you're giving them is you're giving them life, right? You, you're teaching them um, how to orchestrate outside of just college sports and college you know, college education, and you taking these, you know, these nuggets, man, and now you're going to go make some money with it. Um, and and at, on, on top of all that, it's love, right? We're giving them love. We're giving them understanding of of um, what that looks like, um, how, that, how that feels in this business because we know in this business, man, it's really about results, and, and you got to get them, and, and if you don't, then people just kind of – throw you to the side and, and, um, and, you know, this is why I got in this business is because I wanted to help young men who did not get it right away. I wanted to help them understand that it's never too late. We're going to work with you. We're going to get you right. And we're going to help, help you, um, get your dreams. And, and that's what's happening. And, and people are seeing that the kids are seeing that and they stand because of that. And um, and now, you know, you're going to have a, a lot of seniors um, that we recruited. Um, you know, even with Big Mike, even though we didn't recruit him, um, get him out of high school, let me put it that way, because we did recruit him, but get him out of high school, got him a year later. So he pretty much got raised in this program too. And, um, and now you got, you know, three guys possibly getting a chance to go to the National Football League, Tyler, you know, um, Isaiah Birch and uh, Big Mike, man. And, and that's a beautiful thing to be able to say that um, your program is producing professionals all over the place. Well, Coach, thank you so much for the time. I'd offer to play chess, but I know you're just going <laughs> to analyze me, so we, we might do that sometime in the offseason. Thank you so much, and good luck on Saturday. Thank you, sir. This has been a pre-recorded version of Camel Call Live. Coach and I will be back at the county seat live coming up this Monday at 630. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you Saturday at 1 right here at Barker Lane Stadium.